Hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Gas South District's That's the Ticket, the ultimate podcast exploring all things Gas South District and a source for insights to events on campus and discussions on the wider entertainment and tourism industry. Please welcome the host of our show, Stan Hall, CEO of Gas South District and Explore Gwinnett. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this episode of That's the Ticket podcast. Uh, as you know, we always try to do things that are in good taste, and today we're going to do that, and we're going to talk about things that also taste good. So we've got a double whammy for you today. We're going to learn a little more about the Proof of the Pudding, a catering and food service management company at Gas South District and beyond. So joining us today on our show is Proof of the Pudding CEO, Adam Noyes. Adam, welcome to the show, and thank you for being here with us today. Well, good afternoon, and thanks so much for having me, uh, Stan and Mike. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm honored to uh, to talk with you today. Absolutely. So, Adam, Proof of the Pudding is as much a part of Gas South District as anything we do. Uh, we have a long history with you guys. So, if you don't mind, uh, share with our listeners today, tell us a little bit about the history, the proud history of Proof of the Pudding. Yeah, you know, we're 44 years young as an organization, and our partnership here uh, dates back to the early 90s here up in Gwinnett, and uh, we're extremely proud and grateful for that partnership. But uh, we ultimately started as a small mom-and-pop catering operation off of 10th and Piedmont 44 years ago in Atlanta, and we really were, um, at the time, a a pastry and brownie and, um, you know, really a, a store retail outlet at the time. And as the city of Atlanta began to grow, we got more and more inquiries about, uh, you know, hey, can you cater our, our home party? Can you cater our, our wedding, our corporate event? And uh, that's kind of how Proof got into the catering business, was just by, uh, by request. And, you know, really through the years, um, you know, more and more of those catering types and events, you know, as the city grew from, gosh, one million people at a time to yeah. now, now over six today. <clears throat> Um, we started doing uh, uh, exclusive venues as well, and we, our first exclusive venue was the Carter Presidential Library uh, in the in the early '80s, and then uh, started doing convention centers. And uh, here, here, right here at Gas South Jurisdiction was one of our first, uh, which is really pretty exciting. Uh, we do we do some other convention centers uh, um, around the South, and um, we got into, gosh, you name it. Um, we do PGA golf tournaments. We do uh, boat shows. We do uh, football stadiums. Uh, it's really not a part of uh, food and beverage that we don't we don't touch today. And uh, we've got a team of about seventeen hundred folks and uh, operate in sixteen states uh, today. Well, that's great. And uh, like I say, you've been here with us for a long time. When did uh, when do you think your relationship with uh, what is now Gas South District began? I think it was, I was asking a few folks yesterday, I think it was in like 92 was the first uh, first year that we started partnering. And we opened in 90, right? Yeah, so. I think you opened in 90, I think 92 was, uh, so we're, we were, we were early, uh, early to the table and uh, grateful again for the partnerships that we've had through the years. And, and certainly what, a, what an amazing transformation through the years this, uh, this facility and this whole district has had. I mean, um, the, the recent renovations here, uh, you know, f- everywhere from the, the Hudgens Center to the Convention Center to um, the expansion of the Convention Center to the arena, parking, uh, it's, it's really been a game changer, especially with the hotel coming online. Oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's truly changed the whole, uh, um, the whole operation here for <clears throat> us from a food and beverage perspective, but it's, the clientele's changed in, in a great way. Oh, yeah. 
I think that uh, you and I have had this discussion uh, before, but you know, I think any time that I speak to somebody who's in the hospitality industry, no matter what that uh, what, what that involvement might be, uh, we always come back to COVID and and what that did to our business. How did COVID affect proof of the pudding and all of the stuff you've got going on with catering? Uh, what was the impact that that had through you? Oh, it was a, it, you know, I, I almost have a little PTSD from it. Quite honestly, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you when you when I go back to to March of 2020, um, it was a booming time. You know, we had a great forecast um, at all our different business operations, uh, looking great outlook on the year and. Um, it all it all came to a just an abrupt halt as as all of our industry did uh, immediately we, almost just it just you know we were we were doing the players championship down in Ponte Vedra and we had eighteen tractor trailer loads full of food and <clears throat> we got called into a meeting and we were told we're gonna we're gonna go uh, without fans and then a day <laughs> later we were told we're gonna go with uh, out players yeah and th- that night I saw the NBA cancel their season and. Um, just, you know, I'll never forget the next 24 hours of literally speaking with all of our partners, uh, you know, every single one of our clients calling, what, what is the plan? And, and most of it was, you know, our, our centers were shutting down, our tourism attractions were shutting down. Um, it was a, it was a very, very, um, eye-opening and, and tough time for our industry, um, not just for food service, but for, uh, the venues, uh, for our customers, for everybody that, um, you know, we're going through unprecedented times, but, I'm really proud of, of our COVID story, and, and I'm, I'm, I didn't know it at the time. You yeah. know, I, 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 I was a, a leader that uh, probably at sometimes pretended to know that I had it all under control <laughs> when I <laughs> didn't necessarily know that I did. That's all of us, Adam. Yeah, we all, we all had to do that. Um, but we, we were very blessed. We, we looked at all kinds of different opportunities that we never really had uh, thought of before. You know, even here in Gwinnett, we did, we partnered with Cisco and we did a, a thing called Pop-Up Shop-Up where we literally, uh, this was the times where people couldn't get paper towels and meat and things, soap in the grocery store. So we literally would bring our Cisco truck to, um, to a convention center like here in, at uh, the Gas South District and open it up to our clientele and we'd have people coming through and we'd put food in their trunks and yeah. uh, just to keep people working. You know, these were not huge revenue streams, but there are ways to to keep our folks working and, and try to um, generate uh, some revenue in a time where there really was little. Um, but our real our turning point, we did a bunch of meals for the Atlanta Community Food Bank and, and, and all the communities around town. But the, the, the big game-changing moment for us in COVID was we got a call to go um, when Grady was overflowing to the Georgia World Congress Center. Uh, we got a call to go do the food service yep, at the I Georgia World that. Congress yep. Center. And a company called PAE was a government contractor. And it was 24 7 uh, feeding the doctors, nurses, and patients four meals a day. And uh, it was consistent. And we were there for a month or so. And we got another phone call from that same, um, same government contractor that said, uh, Hey, can you guys be in Chinle, Arizona in 24 hours? And, and I'll, I'll never forget looking at Ben, my business partner. We're both like, well, where's Chinle, Arizona? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where Chinle, Arizona is. And we, we, we look at the map, and there's a giant Navajo nation that was carved out of a New Mexico um, area. And um, we, uh, we went out there, and they said, can you guys stand up seven COVID hospitals in partnership with this government contractor in the next uh, two weeks? And they would take over a 
limited service, 300-room hotel. They turned it into a hospital. We'd bolt on a kitchen under the back of it, and we'd do the food service. And we were ultimately running those uh, seven, eight, um, nine at some time hospitals for about nine months. And Mm. it it changed... um, it changed our ability to navigate COVID in a, in, a, in a good way. We were able to give back and help the cause at the time, but w- most importantly, we were able to keep our employees working. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't the work that everybody set out to do at the beginning of the year, but it was the work that we found. And um, I'm, I'm, I don't take any credit for that. I give uh, all the credit for our team members that were kind of running into the fire. This was before a, a, you know, a vaccine or anything like that, and they – they went and did the work, and um, I'm proud for, for them for that, that time frame for sure. Yeah, I remember, um, to your point, when you started your explanation about COVID, you were just, just coming off of a great year, uh, and I've told this story to so many people, but in March of 2020, I had a uh, full staff meeting, and I brought everybody together, and I said, guys, 2020 is going to be the best net year we've ever had in our history. That's a pretty bold statement, you know, to make it any time. Mm-hmm. About three or four weeks later, I brought that same staff back together. I said, I don't think we're going to be able to keep our doors open. It went from, from A to that just at the snap of a finger. So I, I totally can relate to where not only you and me, but anybody in this industry, large assembly uh, business, food business, hospitality affiliated, whatever it was, it, it was a very, very trying time for our industry for sure. It really was. It really yeah. was. I, in hindsight, I think it made us all stronger. Yeah. You know, we learned so much from it, um, but going through it was uh, was very trying. Yeah. Absolutely. Adam, I want to mention something that, uh, and I'm not, I don't want to talk about this just because you're here, but I do want to take advantage of the fact that you're here to talk about it. When you think about uh, partnerships, and as you said, our partnership is a long, long, long partnership dating back to really our beginning as a, as a business organization. And that's very rare, number one, to have a partnership to last that long. But the reason that it has lasted is that long is I do think we share such a unique uh, comparison when it comes to our culture and what we think is important. And, you know, the, the, the listeners today, they don't know this, but I do. You've always been a person, not only as an individual, but as a business owner, as a CEO, who really understood the importance of giving back to the community. And you've shared a little bit uh, in your COVID story, but your your story is a little bit deeper than that. Talk about how you feel about the importance of, as a business owner, the, the, the really giving back, which is something at Gas South District we absolutely adhere to. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, it's it's at the core of, of, of everything we do in hospitality. I think Absolutely. Not just uh, with our company, but uh, here at Gas South, uh, you guys are, are great partners in that. Um, you know, I, our history goes back a, a long time to uh, the beginning of the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Um, you know, it, at the time it was called Atlanta's Table. Mm-hmm. And there there is a you know, challenge obviously in the homeless community and, and, and fighting hunger in the city, where um, you know we ha- we had a lot of these large assembly um, 
you know, it could be convention centers, could be um, venues, whatever they might, they'd have, you know, whatever they might be, they have a lot of food left over at the end of the event, and, and how can we repurpose that? And uh, there were some laws uh, that needed to be changed right. back then um, to make sure that, you know, food service company couldn't get sued. Uh, it became the Good Samaritan yeah. Law. Right. And uh, that legislation um, really was championed by Bill Bowling, who was the founder of the Food Bank. And so, Proof has been a part of that from from day one. You know, my father was a part of it, um, one of the founding members, and then I've been on the governing board of the food bank since I can can remember, and it's it's something that uh, is very very important to us. Um, in addition to that, you know, we give back in a myriad of ways. Being in the um, the gathering business, we have we have. Uh, great opportunity for all the fundraising galas that come through our spaces um, to give back. And, yeah. and it can be through in-kind donations that go to, um, you know, to benefit silent auctions and those types of things. I know we've done a lot here uh, you know, through the golf tournament for CHOA and some, yeah. some of the great uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta and some of the great, um, you know, uh, charities and, and non-for-profit organizations. The other way that we give back um, is through our staffing model. You know, we um, we believe in the NFP or the non-for-profit staffing model as it relates to concession operations. And so we'll we'll partner. I think we've got maybe 40 different non-for-profits in the local community here that will come and actually work at our events. It could be a, a mother or father um, that are representing their child's high school band or soccer team or any any non-for-profit. And they're going to come and they're going to work an event. Um, and you're, the quality of, uh, you know, employee that you're getting, can, it might, you might have an accountant and a school teacher uh, in your concession stand. And uh, they're raising money to give back to whatever charity they're, they're there to, to, to operate for. And uh, um, that equates to millions of dollars over the, 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 the time that you think back to the 90s and using that NFP uh, model till now. Now it's been millions of dollars that we've, we've been able to pump into the community uh, just through that strategy alone. Well, I'll tell you, and, and I'm sure that you hear it on your own, but that reputation that you have, the proof has, uh, as far as giving back to the community, it's well known and well appreciated. And, and I do applaud you guys for sometimes we get so focused on what we have to do every day that we we sort of let our blinders get on. But you've been very good at opening those blinders up and seeing those people in need and, and helping them. So kudos to you and your company for that, for sure. So thanks. Thanks for saying that. It's important. I always say we're in the people business. You know, you got, you got to have great food and you got to have great service and you got to Welcome people to your venue with open arms, but none of that happens without uh, great human beings. So I'll also make another admission to you that I take full credit for so many things that I have nothing to do with, uh, <laughs> and that's, that's fairly common for me. Uh, one of those four instances might be, um, you know, we, we're very much, as you are, interested in what people think about uh, the service that they were offered when they come to any, any of the facilities on our campus is really important to us, obviously. Uh, we always get high marks on our food and beverage here. And an example of a, of a comment might be, uh, congratulations on your department who is responsible for food and beverage. And I will tell you, I haven't always said, well, that was proof of the pudding. I just always say, well, thank you for that. <laughs> one, one team, one dream, right? We're, we're all part of the same team. One team, one dream is correct. Um, but uh, you know, and again, the things that we're sharing with our listeners today, you and I've had in uh, private discussions, but proof of the pudding is a absolute asset to the services that we provide to our clients 
that, that uh, very often takes us over the top of that decision-making process that somebody may go through. Uh, if they want to come here, they love our facilities, they love the amenities, but food and beverage is such an important part of it. If we didn't have that quality uh, of uh, food and beverage that we could provide for them, we would lose some of those events. So uh, again, that relationship we have is so important. So I, I thank you again for that. And just to let you know, I do take some of your credit, and I apologize in advance <laughs> for that. Uh, also, on that same uh, note, some people think that um, proof of the pudding uh, really only works at Gas South District, and you've already elaborated on some of the many other things that you do. But one of the things that we're proud of at Gas South District is a lot of that preparation, uh, food preparation, that is being served in other particular venues is still being created right here in the kitchens at Gas South District. Talk a little bit about how that whole thing works as far as the food preparation, the distribution. That's a big ordeal, but it all starts right here at Gas South District. Yeah, absolutely. Just to, for starters, um, part of the, the renovations that have been done here that really truly um, set this convention center apart, not just regionally and here in the state of Georgia, but nationally. This is now one of the most beautiful convention centers, arguably the most beautiful convention center. Well, you, in, you in, convinced me, but go ahead. So. <laughs> in the country. And, and if you haven't been here to see it firsthand, you need, you need to come. Um, but some of what you don't see when you come here is the kitchen facilities. Um, part of that renovation was a total redo of the, the kitchen facilities uh, that we have here at Gas South and um, included all new kitchen equipment, uh, everything from flooring, walls, uh, walk-in coolers. Uh, we were able to build a brand new pastry kitchen that we're really proud of where we make all of our pastries from scratch. Um, and also we've got an amazing food hall here um, at Gas South that if you haven't experienced needs to be uh, on, the, on the bucket list to experience. So uh, to, answer, to further answer the question though um, about how do we use this facility to cater in the broader community? Um, we use it in a lot of different ways, and it is a direct benefit back in terms of our partnership from a revenue stream right, um, right here to the center. But um, University of Georgia is a great example. We, we do the premium seating at uh, University of Georgia and have been proud to serve there for from over a decade. And uh, a lot of that food gets prepped here. It gets fired up at UGA, so of course it's mm -hmm, hot and mm -hmm. the quality's there, but a lot of it is prepped here at our, at our um, Gas South Kitchen. And it, we're, we're in a short drive up there. We take it up, put it in the walk-ins, and then we facilitate everything on game day. But those, you know, the, those fresh you know, pastries that you see and the great handmade desserts that you see all the way in Athens on game day are actually made right here at, at Gas South. Um, just this morning, I was talking with our team. We're doing a, a wedding at Yona Mountain Vineyards um, that's coming out of here today. Uh, if you haven't been to Yona Mountain, you, you should you should definitely, you definitely check it out. It. Um, great, great vineyard venue. Um, but we're doing a wedding there tonight that will come out of uh, of this facility, um, the Buford Community Center. We do a lot to partner there, mm -hmm. and um, all the food service that uh, we do there comes out of this facility. Uh, the Mitsubishi. Um, uh, electric classic championship is, uh, is, is again, all that food is prepped here. We fire it on course over at TPC Sugarloaf, but all that food service and the team that uh, manages all that food service all comes right out of, uh, yeah. right out of gas South. 
So the team's responsible for so that. So I, I want to talk to you. You mentioned uh, in your early comments today a little bit about golf. Mm -hmm. uh, I think most people uh, who might hear this know that the Mitsubishi Electric Classic is a part of our inventory that we have here through our Convention Visitor mm -hmm. Bureau. It's a big part of everything we do. Um, one of the things that was beneficial for us when we got that contract with the PGA Tour now probably 11 years ago or whatever when we started, was the F&B that we were able to provide to the PGA Tour in those conversations that the, you know, convinced them that we could do it. We could put on a large-scale golf event. So once you started that, that was sort of new to you in the golf business. But uh, you mentioned it earlier, but talk a little bit about how that introduction to the PGA Tour folks through the, through the Mitsubishi Electric Classic has really sort of projected you throughout the country for other professional golf tournaments. Yeah, you know, in two ways, you know, Gas South is responsible for a lot of our, really the whole way we got into golf. And, mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll backdate it a little bit even further uh, to the Bell South Classic. Bell South Classic, it yeah. Start, it started for years when we did the Bell South Classic um, at two different locations, right? At mm -hmm. TPC Sugarloaf mm -hmm. and uh, at one point it was at ACC, It right? was. Um, yeah. And so that was our, our first intro into golf. And then, of course, when... AT&T and Bell South kind of stopped doing that tournament. That tournament went away, and uh, there was a little bit of a void for a while until yep. the Mitsubishi came back. Mm -hmm. And um, that was our first um, time back into the golf business. And, um, you know, our our team really enjoyed that that side of the business. And we had an ability to, to start a relationship with the PGA Tour. And um, we, we actually brought – I remember bringing one of the main contacts here to a concert – and Stan, you were you were nice enough to um, to talk with with him that mm -hmm. night, and uh, I can't remember what concert it was. It was a good one though. Um, they're all good. they're, all, they're good. all good. And uh, <laughs> we we uh, we had that introduction. They got a feel for not only you know the, the business that we could do on the golf side, but other business that we're doing in arenas and so forth. So they trusted us with their first tournament, and that was the PGA Tours Championship Management group, um, which let us uh, try the Dell match play in Austin. And uh, we did a great job with that. And coincidentally, a year later, we had all of their contracts. So we're, we're operating the tour championship here in our backyard in Atlanta mm -hmm. now for the, the tour and um, the FedEx St. Jude, uh, talking about great charities uh, wow. in, in Memphis and uh, the, the President's Cup now, which will be in Montreal in, in 2024, um, just to name a few. And then as a result of that, we've had other golf tournaments independent like the Amex in Palm Springs and the Byron Nelson that have reached out to us that we've been able to partner with. Uh, but it all started all started right here. Absolutely. And, and you know, and I think, you know, you sort of glossed over some of the things that you guys do out and about throughout the country. You said we do some football stadiums, but you mentioned the University of Georgia. But what are the other campuses you, you do as far as food and beverage? Yeah, um, we we started with the University of Georgia was our first. first that was a good place to account. start. Great I place love. to start. Go dogs! <laughs> um, after that, I think our second school was a smaller school in Anniston, Alabama. JSU mm -hmm. uh, was another contract, and then we we started working with Auburn University. <clears throat> uh, we do Georgia Tech. Um, we do Duke University. We do Wake Forest University, and then uh, we do Mississippi State, mm -hmm. and we do Alabama. Yeah. So eight, eight schools total. Um, so uh, fall for us is, uh, is a busy time. 
and I spend uh, a lot of my Saturdays bouncing bouncing around different football <laughs> stadiums, uh, uh, making sure we're doing a great job. Well, that's not a bad way to spend a Saturday, though. If you got to work, no. why not be at a, at a college it, it, football exactly. game? Exactly, and all those schools are great places to be. They're all great places, and uh, but I do think it's important for our listeners to understand really the the the. I mean, the magnitude of proof of the pudding goes so far beyond the relationship we have here at Gas South District, which we truly love. But you guys have just really just taken off like a rocket in the food and beverage business throughout the country in so many different venues, uh, literally and figuratively, but so many different things you guys are doing. So, again, congratulations on that, too. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I want to talk to you about one other cool thing you guys do because it's something I'm excited about that's coming up. But you guys have got into the boat show business a little bit. Talk, talk about the one you've got coming up. Yeah, so um, we've got a, I think we're going on a seven-year partnership with Informa. Informa is one of the largest trade show companies in, in the world. And they own um, the, a boat show portfolio in Florida that does the largest boat show um, trade shows um, on water in, in the world. Um, the second, you know, outside of the United States, the biggest one you've probably heard of is in Monaco. Yeah. So we'll need to do a field trip yeah, and we'll try to check that, that one out. Yeah, next time. Next <laughs> time. But um, the, the biggest one in domestically takes place in, in Fort Lauderdale, and it's, it's, uh, it's a trade show on the water. So they bring in everything from your 350-foot mega yachts with helicopter pads and crews of 30, 40 people that, that, that sail these ships um, to your smaller fishing, fishing boats. And uh, they build a, a grid of dock system that they bring in. It takes months to, to build this. And the ships come in, and it's all timed. And they, and, they, and they build a trade show on the water. It's really spectacular to see. And so we're responsible for all the food service um, whether it's on the boats, it's for the folks that are selling the boats. Uh, we run a couple of different clubs, the biggest one being the Windward Club Lounge, which is a VIP experience for people attending, um, to concession sales, to um, the biggest thing we sell, though, is beverage. You know, I'm there's, sure. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, beverages consumed. A lot of, uh, we have a partnership with Gosling Rum, so a lot of rum on the water is consumed. And uh, it's, it's a great, you know, there's really two different demographics are there there's the people that are walking around just to see all the boats and and experience the atmosphere um, in Florida on the water and then there's the buyer and the buyers are only about one percent of the, the the group yeah um, but two very very important groups that we we cater to down there well that's an exciting thing to be a part of and and you know in that kind of environment why wouldn't there be a lot of beverages there right absolutely <laughs> and, and it's not just ships you know the, the cool thing that I love walking around and seeing down there is you'll see they'll have Tons of exotic cars. Uh, you can buy everything from a helicopter um, to a submarine uh, mm-hmm. to put on your boat, and yeah. and so it's it's just you know more toys than you can ever imagine looking at. Yeah. Well, Adam, I, I just really since we started doing this podcast, I knew I wanted to have you um, representing proof of the pudding be a part of a conversation that we had. It's absolutely a relationship that we in, have enjoyed, one that we cherish, that's so important in the overall business model of everything we do on this campus. Uh, so uh, today's not the first time I've ever told you that, but I think it's important that anyone who has an interest in the Gas South District business, the campus, whatever it might be, truly understand how significant our relationship with Proof of the Pudding is one that we're so proud of and one that we hope continues for a long, long time. So thank you today for being with us and sharing some of your story. Thanks so much. We're truly humbled by the partnership. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about all the other things that we were doing out there, but nothing is more important than the partnership we have right here 
Totally, and, uh, totally agree. Thank you again for being with us today. Appreciate the time. All right, guys, that's all the time we have today. Be sure to check out GasSouthDistrict.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find all the episodes of Gas South Districts, That's the Ticket, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll return soon for another episode of That's the Ticket. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. For show notes and further information about Gas South District and upcoming events, please visit our website at gassouthdistrict.com. That's the ticket.